Welcome to the Move More podcast, powered by the performance and recovery team at Carolina Movement Doc. Since 2022, the CMD team has been helping athletes of all capabilities move more, move often, and move well. From our doctors of physical therapy to our skilled sports massage therapist and our in-house dietitian, our team will cover topics pertaining to performance, recovery, fueling, and overall mindset to help achieve the ultimate level of health. Interested in working with us in person? Get a hold of our team today and find out how we can transform the way you look at healthcare. Hit us up at www.carolinamovementdoc.com. I am your host, Dr. Scott Blanca, performance physical therapist here in Charlotte, North Carolina. On this episode, we well, last episode, we answered the why. Now we're going to answer the how. How can we become that immortal athlete and embody that mentality. We're going to give you some simple ways as to how you can make some small but positive meaningful changes in your life to make those necessary strides toward that immortal athlete mentality. So turn the volume up, sit back, let's go. Teach me your ways, doc. Teach me your ways. How do we become immortal? I know. Uh, don't worry. Well, the more you say immortal, the more it's going to catch on. The more it's going to just roll off your tongue. All right. But how do we do that? Let me teach you. I, I got to teach you some ways, right? Give you some examples. Okay. Now, I'm going to kind of rattle off a laundry list of things. And a lot of it's going to be like a duh kind of moment. But the more you hear it, the more you get reminded about it, the more likely it is that you're actually going to imply or uh, apply, I should say, some of the stuff that we say. All right. So again, just to review, immortal athlete, physically fit, mentally strong, spiritually sound. Let's start with the first. Physically fit. So many options here. The obvious one we'll talk about in a second, but so many options. The first one I like to start with, especially anybody that comes into my clinic who may not be the active individual they want to be, but you know they want to. You know that they're hungry for it, but they're they just want to say, you know. How, how do I do that? I just don't know where to start. My first one is, you know, super low cost is get outside, get outside. What's the worst thing with COVID, in my opinion, is people started to work from home. The problem is once they work from home, they never leave home to go to work, never leave work to go to home. It's just one spot, but they stay inside and they never get outside. So get outside. It's super easy, super accessible. And, uh, and it's good exposure to both, you know, vitamin D, and fresh air. So get outside. So think about something in your community that you do. Do you live in a town that has a greenway or maybe a park to go to or even a lake? It's awesome if it's by the water. Maybe you're in a mountain town. Who knows? But get outside and do something with yourself in the fresh air. It's going to pay off. And honestly, you're going to actually breathe better. You have a better immune system. This one is also kind of fun. Just regularly scheduled walks. You know, walking is a form of exercise, guys. Fun fact, okay? It's not extraneous, right? It doesn't put too much taxing on the heart if you're a youngster. Uh, but just getting outside for some regular walks is awesome. You can start by doing this alone. What I've been doing you know, is with the family when the temperature's right uh, and there's enough sunlight, 
Uh, we'll go as a family walk. All right. We'll have that as a regular thing to do just to kind of be, to get outside, to kind of get the jitters out for the youngsters. Um, but it also kind of exposes myself and my wife to a lot more fresh air. Uh, and we get to spend some time together too. So we're kind of killing two birds with one stone as far as regularly scheduled walks. Work that in your routine. All right. Routine takes a good month and a half, two months to really kind of take. So start by doing that. Here's another one. Uh, I like to have like a laundry list of this stuff or at least a, you know, a, a good group of things to give to clients is, you know, download the latest and greatest app. We have apps, you know, you're going to use your phone. You can't leave home without it. You feel lost without your phone. So might as well take advantage of that, you know, that phone addiction and download a, a fitness app. Easy ones here, guys. My Fitness Pal, Daily Yoga, Strava, Nike Training Club. These are free these are accessible. These are things that you can download and automatically and immediately apply some of the, the, the principles that we talk about as far as being physically fit. So these apps, you go ahead, go to the app store, search for them, download them, double click, make sure everything's okay. Just don't let your kids purchase anything more than that. But download these, kind of venture through, read through the tutorials. A lot of them have tutorials as far as how to operate it, what to do. And this is going to give you a really, really easy avenue into starting that physical fitness journey, that healthier lifestyle. And you don't have to worry about, you know, judgments. If you're not a people person, you know, introverts unite. You can do this in the comfort of your own home, in the living room, in your garage, wherever you want. But this is super low cost, super accessible. And it does tend to be pretty user friendly as far as walking through. So go ahead, read through those tutorials and start like start now now the obvious ones join a class-led gym classes are awesome and i'll tell you this so many people will stay at the gym that they're at because of the community that's there so if there's a class-led gym usually you're going to meet somebody unless you're just that introvert and you hate talking to people dude i get that understand uh but if you're an extrovert and you really kind of crave a little bit more of social interaction or if you're just straight up sick of listening to uh, nursery rhymes and, and Disney and talking to just your kids. You want to have some adult time? This is a great avenue to do that. Again, two birds, one stone. This kind of teeters on that that mental aspect. But if you join a, uh, a class-led gym, um, the structured classes with trainers are awesome. They hold you accountable. It really kind of pushes you. It, it lets you find new limits. It lets you push a threshold that you want. Uh, it's 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 really just getting in and getting consistent with it. That is the key to it. There is some ah, what do we say? It's it's a little intimidating depending on what class you go to. So I like to just you know ease into some of the less intimidating stuff. Start by perhaps like a yoga class, right? A little bit less intimidating. No clanging and banging. No muscle bound people walking around making you feel guilty about yourself. Now, yoga, uh, Pilates, uh, spin, these are very, very less intimidating class-led fitness routines that anybody can do. The cost is um, a little bit higher than free, obviously, so it's going to cost you a little bit. But usually when you pay, you pay attention, you're going to go. So if you're going to pay for a membership, you're going to use it by and large. Um, unless it's Planet Fitness, that's only ten dollars. You know, people pay more for Netflix nowadays. But still, class-led um, gyms are awesome when it comes to this. And what you'll find is you're going to love the accountability. You're going to crave it. You're going to miss it when you're gone. Um, and the connection that you have with some of the community is going to be—it's going to last forever. So there, it, it's two—it's twofold. Lastly, I like this one: um, hike. Go for a hike. Get out in nature, get in the woods, get yourself a good pair of shoes, maybe some pants to avoid the ticks, but get out and go for a hike. And it doesn't have to be up a mountain. It could be just on a trail somewhere. Here in Charlotte, we have something awesome called the Whitewater Center. 
uh, the United States Whitewater Center. That's where a lot of the Olympics, uh, they trained, I believe. Um, it is, it's a cool operation what they have. And they got a ton of mountain biking trails, hiking trails, outdoor activities, zip line, kayaking. Yes. Whitewater rafting at the same time, but it, it gives you an opportunity to legitimately just get outside and do something active. Even in the wintertime, they have a, a skating rink that they put up, which is cool. It's a big hit. Um, it's packed. Wish I could have went there this year, but maybe next year when my kids are able to balance on roller skates as opposed to just ice skates, but, um, get outside, take a hike, um, you, you know, turn your phones off, maybe get out of cell phone range and just kind of get lost for a little bit. Not too lost, you know, come back to life, come back to civilization. But this is an easy thing to do because usually state parks, they don't really cost much to get in, if at all. Um, and it doesn't really cost you anything more than just your time. And I think it's a better time and a better investment of your time to go for a hike as opposed to, you know, scrolling for hours on end and looking at social media with accounts of people that don't care about you. So schedule a hike. Number two, mentally strong. Mentally strong. There is a ton of things that we could say about this um they they vary in complexity but i like simple simple's best and simple carries on a little bit more all right so mentally strong i'm going to ask you as you're listening to this to swallow your pride just for a little bit all right and, and just just take a ride with me to dive into this mentally strong tutorial here is first one okay uh females you probably do this more often males not so much but i recommend doing this is journal you can call it a diary, whatever dialect or vernacular you want to use, journal, right? This is an awesome way to quite literally, and there's studies that prove that this reduces stress. Journaling, it gives, it gives your, your, your negative thoughts a place to live. Instead of inside your head, you put them down on paper and that's where they can stay. It helps you process a lot of your emotions. Now, sometimes this can also, just seeing stuff written down on paper, this can help you figure out like, what's the next step? If you're struggling with something and it's going through your mind and you're like that computer that has 47 tabs open at all times, but it's always reloading, 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 you don't know what to do, try journaling. Legit, just write it down. It does not have to be in any particular order, but once your thoughts are down on paper, you can look at them and you can assess them. And what you might find is you can figure out the next steps just by looking at what you're thinking and what the most logical response is after that. So swallow your pride and try it. Try it for a few weeks to a month. Go back and read the stuff and realize that, wow, it was actually easier to write things down and listen. And I feel just better. You know what? And even if you're pissed off or whatever, write down your frustrations on the page. Don't even follow the lines, you know? Put it in stinking wingding format for all I care, whatever, but journal it and put it down. All right, so that's an easy thing to do. All you need is a notebook and a pen or chalk in a driveway. Maybe don't put your journal on a driveway though. People can read it. Number two, I like this. Um, uh, having uh, an accountability partner or, or accountability friend, whatever you want to call it, but some someone you trust, like legit trust. I know that's hard to do because you really shouldn't trust anybody, but every now and then you get that one person and you're like, you know what, let's just sit down. Let's have a beer or coffee. I just need to talk things out. And you know that they're not going to go and tell the world what's going on. But just having that accountability partner, just to have just regular meetings, just to talk through stuff. All right. Call it like your your own free, accessible therapist. But having that person that you trust just to bounce off ideas off, maybe kind of voice some frustrations that you're not comfortable telling other people. Um just to feel that and have a sounding board. Have that person on a regular basis where you can just just speak life out of into and they can kind of give you an honest and good feedback or sometimes 
They can just sit there and take it and listen. And that alone is enough to let you hear it, let you express it, let it get it off your chest, get it out of your mind. And then you feel almost a little bit more relieved now that it's off your chest, you've heard it yourself. And sometimes that can also help you figure out next steps or what to do or make big life decisions. And you don't have to do that alone. So having that accountability partner or friend, that's awesome. Another one here, how about a support group? And you think about support groups, again, it gets a negative stigma, but support groups are awesome. Now, this could be physical. It could be, you know, digital over the internet, Zoom meetings, whatever. All right. But guys, let's face it. We're all struggling with something uh, and you, you, you don't have to struggle alone. You know, this support groups are great because everyone's struggling kind of together around the same kind of topic, same kind of frustrations. And you're going to realize that you are 100% not alone. It lets you feel less isolated, less alone, and certainly less judged because no one's going to judge you when they're struggling with the same exact thing. And talking it through with people, like-minded individuals struggling with the same issues really is just, it relieves a lot of anxiety. It gives a nice avenue or like an open dialogue where you don't have to feel like you have to hold things in because holding that in will drive you nuts. So finding a support group is awesome when it comes to just talking things out. It can be severe. It can be about light stuff. Um, if you're a new mother, a new mother support group, I'm in a father's group, so to speak. Uh, so we talk about the struggles as part of fatherhood because it's not easy, but it's the most rewarding thing in the world. Um, but when we do struggle, we talk it out, you know, what works for you guys? You know, are you guys, are you feeling this when it comes to that? Um, and it comes to find that a lot of the dudes in my group are struggling with the same thing. So it gives you a little bit of peace of mind, but it also gives you some ideas and support as to how to address what you're struggling with. It's pretty nice. Last one, easy one, hardest to do because the first thing is just stepping in front of that door is see an expert. We do this all the time with everything else, really. We, we ask experts for help. You got a problem with plumbing, you got a water main pipe, okay? What, what, what do you do? You call a plumber or somebody that handles the plumbing issue because they're an expert at what they do, right? You get a flat tire, you got somebody, or if you can change it yourself, Somebody or an expert to come and change your stinking tire or even, you know, fix your, your broken vehicle because you need an expert that does that. So we ask experts to do this all the time. Why don't we do the same for our mental health? Why don't we ask an expert whose sole job and sole purpose in life and their education, their training is solely based around helping you figure it out quite literally, right? So again, just like last podcast and the one before, eliminate the stigma of seeing an expert in their field when it comes to this. I promise you, once you sit and you actually have a conversation with somebody who knows how to figure out the demons inside your head, you're going to realize that, man, I have a lot of work to do, but I'm so glad I did because now I have a plan. It is amazing. So see an expert. If it gets to that point where you've tried all these other things and it just doesn't seem to be clicking, see somebody that can make you figure it out. It is amazing. And if you're struggling with finding a resource, reach out to us. We are more than happy to connect you with somebody who is ready and willing to help you out today. Hit us up, uh, carolinamovement.com. Send us an email. Last one, spiritually sound. Okay, how do we do this? Okay, just understand that you're, the more you try to control everything, the less control you realize you have. Let's read that again, okay, as far as spiritually sound. I'm trying to, I'm trying to paraphrase it and summarize it in something that's easy, easy to digest. It's understanding that the more you try to control everything, the less control you realize you have. That's so true, all right? So the more you control it, the more tightly you hold on to it, the less likely it is that whatever you're trying to control is actually going to be controlled. 
it is it's crazy so accept that understand that once you kind of get that in your head and you understand that that's how you can live by you understand that controlling things is not in your nature anymore it's not that easy i made that sound easy didn't i but it's not that easy but it's something to consider here's what we can do though we can change our surrounding now i've um I've had experience with this too. So personally speaking, I would say that changing my surroundings is amazing when it comes to really just finding quote unquote myself again. Sounds deep. I know. Hear me out guys, but changing my surroundings. I'm talking about the company you keep. Who do you surround yourself with? And it says, you know, you're, you're a product of the people around you. And that's hundred percent true. Um, there are exceptions to the rule here and there, but by and large, the individuals that you do surround yourself with, you tend to become or mimic yourself after. Now, you have to have this this honest conversation with yourself. So think about your group of friends. And I'll say this a lot. And my buddy who's a photographer will say, you know, the older I get, the smaller my circle gets and I'm cool with that. Totally get it, right? It's it's fine because I want to surround myself with people who encourage me, who see my goals, who support my goals, and they don't hold me hold anything against me, don't hold a grudge, and I know that I can talk to on a regular basis, and they're going to accept me. Those are the people that I surround myself with, Uh, and you can completely be okay with eliminating people who do not support you, or people that make you feel bad about yourself, or people that make you want to live up to a different standard that you really don't belong in because there's no need to get there. Those are the people that you can eliminate. So who do you surround yourself with? If you find that it doesn't really align with your true beliefs, time to change your surroundings. And you can do this even if that means severing relationships. Sometimes that's a necessary evil for the greater good of your spiritual sanity, to be honest with you. Also this, guys, be mindful of what goes into your body. We can talk about food all day long. You know, we can do macros. We can say, yo, eat wholesome, healthy foods. You know, stay away from fried stuff. Yes, good. That's the obvious, and that should go without saying. And we can talk to to Sarah Shane, our dietitian, a little bit more about that, and we will. But what else are we putting into our bodies? This is talking about the music that we're listening to as well. What message does it send, you know? Is it you know, you know death metal, you know murder and death and all sorts of weird stuff, or is it positive vibes, really good messages that tells a nice story about upliftingness? It's that stuff that goes into our minds. Are we listening to that? Are we absorbing that? That stuff goes into our body. Same thing with social media. The crap that you see on your screen as you're scrolling aimlessly at night at ten thirty, and you wonder why you can't get to bed. What are you looking at? You're ingesting that. That is what's going into your body. Is what's going in fruitful? Are the accounts that you're following adding value to your life? If they don't add value, they need to be taken out immediately, 100%. Because if not adding value, they're going the opposite direction. They're not neutral. Very rarely you're going to find a neutral account. They're either adding value or they're taking away. Are they making you feel bad about yourself? Are they making you want something that you don't need constantly? Or is it putting more brightness more lights inside of you does it inspire you to be a good stinking human being i challenge you this tonight go through all your accounts that you're following and decide does this one add value or does it detract value have an honest discussion it's either yes or no it's not a maybe it's not a eh, i will i don't know if it's a eh, i don't know that's a no get rid of that thing all right, but if it's a yes, actually like this account, I vibe well with it. It's a good mindset, or you know, it's if it's a it gives me good recipes. If you enjoy cooking, yeah, keep that one. Sure, yeah. I'm not saying don't uh, get rid of everything, but the ones that add value, keep them. The ones that don't, get rid of them. I challenge you to do that. That'll be an interesting thing to do, um, especially if you're apt to do that. Go, go for it. <laughs>
here are some easy other things that you can do for for your your spiritually sound aspect of this whole thing. Volunteer. Pick something. Pick a, a community. Pick a group. Pick an organization that does a ton of volunteering in the community and just donate your time. Go meet other people. Go hear other stories and realize that there's a lot more to this entire community than just you and the community or, or not the community, but the, the road that you live on or the people that you hang out with. There is so much. Fun fact, I did travel PT for the first three years of my career and I saw a giant plethora of different backgrounds and ethnicities and cultures. And I am so glad I did that because it gave me a better understanding of how diverse people are. And I'm not talking about colors of skin. I'm talking about characters, about mindsets, about whole just genres of people that have just different upbringings. And I realized that there is way more to the world than the tiny bubble that we all live in. So volunteer, talk to people, talk to the dude that who, who's a CEO or ma'am who's a CEO, I shouldn't discriminate, and talk to the guy who looks like he just got beat up and he's running around with uh, you know dirt on his pants and looks like he haven't showered. Talk to that dude too, all right? I guarantee you that both have a lot to say and both would probably add some value into your life. So volunteer and talk to people. How about this? How about meditate? Something that I've, I've, I've tried to do, I struggle with, but meditation is a good way to reduce stress and really find or work away through some of the anxiety that, you, that you're struggling with. Meditation is awesome. You're going to see a lot of uh, um, collegiate football players do this. I see this a lot. Well, they go and they'll just sit against the goalpost and they'll just sit and they'll meditate and they kind of calms their nerve because there's so much riding on 17 and 18-year-old gentlemen or small, I would say kids, to win games for the greater good of the entire nation. And people put millions of dollars on these games too. So these guys need to be mentally, uh, mentally strong and spiritually sound to date. Here's one I like, yoga. I said this before, I'll say it again for spiritually sound yoga. There's a certain kind of culture and mindset around the yoga community that's just different than let's say like the marathon community or the powerlifting community or the CrossFit community. It's just different. And once you walk into a yoga studio, you can almost feel the difference when it comes to that. So try a yoga studio, just kind of venture in. I know you, you, if you're not flexible, whatever, that's why you do yoga in the first place. But give it a shot. Walk in, introduce yourself, sign up, take a few classes. You're going to realize that it's going to kind of calm your nerves a little bit. It's a really cool and easy avenue to get there. And last but not least, guys, connecting with the faith community around you, right? They're, they're, they're everywhere. Um, and if they're convicted in their faith, they're going to be loud and boisterous about it, and they should be. So reach out to them and connect with them. Hear them out. Talk with them. You know, what makes them tick? What makes them a good human being? Realize that we're all broken people, but what do they bring to your table? What kind of value do they add to your life? And I'll guarantee you, you're going to add some value to their life too, just by that connection alone. So let that blossom. Those are easy ways. Y'all, I can talk about this all day. You know, you know, I love this stuff. You know, I've been preaching this since I first got into healthcare back in 2009 when I graduated. I'm like, you know, we, the, the more you know, I get into healthcare system, the more I just realize that we just can't rely on the system alone. It's just not enough. In fact, the system itself is really designed to make a ton of money and we're losing sight of actually truly helping people. Don't get me wrong. There are clinicians out there. There are physicians and surgeons that really are still apt to truly, truly help people. But by and large, the suits and CEOs that own a lot of these organizations really just want more money. And that's a shame. And that's where we're kind of falling kind of falling short of the mark. And I think that we can be better than that. I think that we can step outside of the, the realm of the healthcare restrictions and we can reach further. We can reach for that immortal athlete mindset. We can be physically fit. We can be mentally strong. 
and we can work toward being spiritually sound. And that's going to be the ultimate achievement of true health. We have a chance to be great humans and do great things. And the only way we can change the narrative on overall health of America is if we attack it from the source. Starts with us, guys. I'll say it before and I'll say it again. Now, these were easy things to kind of talk about as far as being fit, really strong, spiritually sound. These are easy avenues, super low cost. Um, some of them might have been obvious. That's fine. Uh, but if they're obvious, why aren't you doing it? So go ahead and do it. But if you have any questions or need help kind of guiding you through some of these concepts or even finding a group to connect with, go ahead, reach out to us. We are well connected in our community, especially if you're in Charlotte, North Carolina. And trust me, our reach goes beyond just Charlotte alone. We know a ton of people who are willing to lend a helping hand at the drop of a hat. So reach out to us, uh, Dr. Scott, Mikey Black, massage therapist, Dr. Kyle, uh, Tori, Courtney, Sarah, we are all willing to help you out one way or another to find the right avenue for you. So don't be it. Don't be shy. Guys, this is the Thoughts and Opinions and Podcast of Dr. Scott Jablanca alone. Uh, reach out to us. Uh, follow us on every platform that we have a podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Uh, if you want a topic to talk about that you want to dive into that maybe you want to hear some experts on, yes, send us a message. Let's see if we can hook that up, guys. Okay. Ah, I had fun with this, guys. This is the last episode. It's going to close out the the Immortal Athlete series. We've got a lot of cool series coming up. We're going to hear from our massage therapist, Mikey Black. We're going to hear from Dr. Kyle, my colleague. We're going to hear from the females in the community uh, and on the team as far as being moms and the stigma and the, the, the difficulties around that. I cannot wait for that, so stay tuned. We have a lot more planned for you guys. But for now, I'm Dr. Scott Jablanca, performance physical therapist here in Charlotte, North Carolina. I'm signing off for the Move More Podcast. I'll see you next time, guys. Ah!